Lord, this is the prayer from our hearts. As we gather, Lord, and have the privilege to read your word. And that even as we can meditate upon your word, we pray, Lord, that you would open our ears. Open our hearts. That we may we can listen to you. And we pray, Lord, that you would bless this time. 主啊，我们祷告说你来保啊祝福这段时间。We confess that what we have in ourselves is but five loaves and two fishes.我们承认在我们里面只有五饼和二鱼。And yet, Lord, by your blessing, by your presence, this can feed us and satisfy us.但主啊，因着你的祝福，因着你的恩典，这些可以喂养我们，可以让我们得饱足。So we pray, Lord, would you come and bless even the reading of your word?主啊，我们。祷告说，请你自己来祝福我们读你的话。Open our eyes that we may see you.开启我们的眼，让我们可以见到你。And we pray also for that anointing and provision that you have made for the speaking, translation, and hearing of your word.我们也呃祷告主啊，求你赐下你自己的同在，赐下你自己的高油，让无论是讲的、翻译的或是听的。May your Holy Spirit lead us into more of Christ. We pray in the name of our Lord Jesus. We want to turn to Ephesians chapter 4. As you know, we have been meditating on a theme verse that is Ephesians 4.15. We have and I'm going to read that verse. But after that, I want to read the context of this verse. In other words, I want to read a good chunk of chapter 4. And some verses from chapter 5 as well. So let's read the theme verse, which is Ephesians chapter 4, verse 15. It says, But speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head Christ. Uh, uh, before we read the, the, the context, I just want to point out one thing. Some brothers that have been sharing on this before me, at least two come to mind, Brother Richard and Brother Dana. They have pointed out that in the original language, the, there is no speaking the truth in love. Uh, uh, a more accurate translation could be following the truth in love. In other words, truth and love are not limited by any means by just the speaking part. Uh, 
没有说被所说话这个动作所呃所淡化。So that said, I would like to read some verses from the context of this our theme verse. 呃，因为这样的话，我就要来读一段上下文。And I'll start from verse 11 and read a couple of verses. My brother will read the translation and we'll go there until the end of the chapter. 我们从第四章十一节开始读，我们也有翻译。Uh, verse 11, Ephesians 4, verse 11. 以弗所书四章十一节。And he himself gave some to be apostles. And, by the way, he here is a reference to the Lord Jesus when he was ascended. 这里呃所讲到的，他是指我们的主耶稣已经升复活升天。Again, and he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping. Of the saints for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of, of the faith and to the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. 第四章十一节到第十三啊十三节，他所赐的有使徒，有先知，有传福音的，有牧师和教师，为要成全圣徒，各尽其职，建立基督的身体。只等到我们众人在真道上同归于一，认识神的儿子，得以长大成人，满有基督长成的身量。Verse fourteen, that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of man in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting, but speaking the truth in love, may grow up in all things into Him who is the head, Christ. From whom the whole body, joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. 十四节到十六节，使我们不再做小孩子，中了人的诡计和欺骗的法术，被一切异教之风摇动，飘来飘去，就随从各样的异端，唯用爱心说诚实话。凡事长进，连于元首基督，全身都靠他联络得合适，百节各按各职，照着个体的功用彼此相助，便叫身体渐渐增长，在爱中建立自己。Verse 17, This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk, in the futility of their mind, having their understanding darkened, being alienated. Alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who, being past feeling, have given themselves over the lewdness to work all uncleanness with greediness. 十七到十九节，所以我说，且在主里确实的说，你们行事不要再像外邦人存虚妄的心行事，他们心地昏昧，与神所赐的生命隔绝。都因自己无知，心里刚硬，良心既然丧尽，就放纵私欲，贪行种种的污秽。But you have not so learned Christ, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And that you put on the new man, which was created according to God, in true righteousness and holiness. 二十节，你们学了基督，却不是这样。如果你们听过他的道，领了他的教，学了他的真理
，就要脱去你们从前行为上的旧人。这旧人是因私欲的迷惑渐渐变坏的。要将你们的心智改换一新，并且穿上新人。这新人是照着神的形象造的，有真理的仁义和圣洁。Verse twenty-five. Therefore, putting away lying, let each one of us speak truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath, nor give place to the devil. Let him who stole steal no longer, but rather let him labor, working with his hands, what is good, that he may have something to give him who is in need. So, you要弃绝谎言，个人与邻舍说实话，因为我们是互相为肢体，生气却不要犯罪，不可含怒到日落。也不可给魔鬼留地步。从前偷窃的，不要再偷，总要劳力，亲手做正经事，就可以有余分给那缺少的人。Verse twenty-nine: Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you are sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger. Clamor and evil speaking be put away from you, with all malice, and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. 二十九节，污秽的言语一句不可出口，只要随时说造就人的好话，叫听见的人得益处。不要叫神的圣灵担忧，你们原是受了他的印记，等候得赎的日子来到。一切苦毒、恼恨、愤怒、贫怒。吵闹、诽谤，并一切的恶毒，都当从你们中间除掉，并要以恩慈相待，存怜悯的心，彼此饶恕，正如神在基督里饶恕了你们一样。Chapter five, verse one. 第五章第一节。Therefore, be imitators of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given Himself for us, an offering. And a sacrifice to God for a sweet swelling aroma. So, you,你们该效法神，好像蒙慈爱的儿女一样，也要凭爱心行事，正如基督爱我们，为我们舍了自己，当作馨香的供物和祭物献与神。And But now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them, for it is it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. But all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light, for whatever makes manifest is light. 第八节，从前你们是暗卫的，但如今在主里面是光明的。行事为人就当像光明的子女。光明所结的果子就是一切良善、公义、诚实。总要查验何为主所喜悦的事。那暗卫无益的事，不要与人同行，倒要责备行这事的人。因为他们暗中所行的，就是提起来也是可耻的。凡是受了责备，就被光想明出来，因为一切能显明的就是光。
Well, brothers and sisters, we have read a lot of the context. 弟兄姊妹们，我们读了很长的上下文。But I would like to, from the very beginning, uh, uh, make one thing clear. 但是在一开始的时候，我就想提到一件事，想提名讲明一件事。Uh, I have in my heart this morning to share on one phrase in our theme verse. 呃，在我的心里，今天早晨就是想啊提到我们主题的一句话。And the phrase is following truth and love. 这个一句话就是跟随。我们之所以要读啊上下文，就是因为我们相信读了之后，让我们明白主的话就是关于如何来跟随真理，跟随爱。And of course, we should note that the following truth and love are simply related to the matter of growing in Christ. 我们啊、呃，其实知道这个跟随真理和爱是和我们的主题在呃基督里成长是完全紧密相关的。In other words, the emphasis of our theme verse is, of course, we should grow in all things in Him who is the head, which is Christ, our Lord. 我们的主题啊、呃、的重点就是在一切事情上啊、呃、成长，连于元首基督。But then Paul somehow he qualifies, how should we grow in the Lord? Somehow, growing in the Lord is related to following truth and love. 但是保罗在这里，他更仔细的讲明如何来在主里面的成长。他这里就讲到跟随真理和爱。It is almost as if these two words are somehow a key to the whole matter of growing in Christ, growing in all things in Him who is the head. 就好比说，这两个关于真理和爱，好像是在耶稣基督里成长的一把钥匙。I think it should be very clear by now. We have been meditating on this for a year or something like that. 我想在我们当中应该是比较清楚的，因为在我们当中已经思考这个主题有一年左右了。And I think that it should be clear by now that this matter of growing is an organic thing. 而且我想大家也都知道，这个成长是一个有机的成长。It's something that proceeds out of life. 是一个在生命当中，因为生命而有的成长。In other words, growth is not just a matter of cultivating certain virtues. 啊，这个成长，换句话说，就不是说我们培养一些美德。It's not a matter of doing some sort of religious exercise and then okay, I'll grow if I do this or that. 也不是我们做一些宗教的啊一些。呃、uh, ，练习活动，因为我们这样做，我们就会变成这样。Growth, as the word in itself suggests, is something that has to do with life. 这几个成长在它词义本身就是说与生命相关的。Actually, only life has that ability to grow. 啊、uh, ，其实只有生命它有这样的能力可以成长。And therefore, we should have very clear that this whole matter, when we are talking about Following truth and love, growing all things in Him who is the head, is actually a matter that proceeds out of life. Ah, so we talked about following truth and love, growing in Jesus Christ. The key is in life. But then the question that came to my heart as I was meditating is, but wait a second, why then is Paul emphasizing truth and love? 但是在我默想的时候，我就在心里想说，为什么保罗在这里强调真理和爱呢 ？Why in the same sentence when he's telling us to grow in all things in Christ, he says, but it has to be in truth and in love. 为什么在这句话他说
If growth is a matter of life, we ought to grow in the nature of the life of the Lord Jesus. Paul is not saying here that we ought to just grow, just grow yourself, develop. Sometimes we can think in terms of, well, I'm going to develop myself as a person. And that is definitely not what Paul is talking about here. Paul is reminding us that there is a life that came to dwell in us when we believed in the Lord. We didn't read the verse, but even two chapters before, the beginning of chapter 2, he reminds those saints. Remember Ephesians 2.1, He gave us life when we were dead. In sins and trespasses.你们所说第二章第一节就说到你们死在过犯罪恶的时候，他叫你们活过来。And that applies to the Ephesian saints, and that applies to us, and to everyone that ever believed in the Lord Jesus.这个对啊，以弗所教会的众圣徒们来说是是的，对我们也是这样，对每一个信主的都是这样。We were dead, separated from God.我们死在过犯当中，与神分离。And we received the wonderful life. Even of the Son of God, our Lord Jesus. That is the life that came to dwell in you and in me when we believe in Him. And we are to grow in that life. See, it's not a matter of your personal development. It's a matter of the growth of that specific life that was given to you and to me by the grace of God. And if we are going to grow in this life, the growth, of course, has to be along the lines of the nature of that life. So why Paul is emphasizing? Well, you're growing in Christ, but it has to be in truth and in love. Well, to put it very simply, truth and love are the essential attributes of the life of our Lord Jesus. And I feel Paul makes it very clear in the context we read. I just want to point it out to you again. So if we turn to chapter 4 and verse 20, he in the context is saying how the Gentiles, how those that don't believe in the Lord, they walk in a very dissipated way of life. In all sort of corruption. And then in verse 20 he makes a comment. He says, but. You have not so learned Christ. If indeed you have heard him. And have been taught by him. As the truth is in Jesus. 
你们学了基督却不是这样。如果你们听了他的道，领了他的教，You know this expression, the truth is in Jesus.这里所提到的说，在耶稣基督里的真理。Those scholars that know very well the original language, they tell us that this is a kind of is an unusual grammatical construct.啊，知道原文的呃呃那些学者们，他知道这个是一个很复杂的语法。because it doesn't just simply mean that the Lord Jesus is truthful. Of course, he is truthful. But the sentence means way more, way more than that. It's more than just saying that the Lord Jesus, everything he says is trustworthy. The meaning goes way beyond that. And one scholar, very, uh, he's a very well-known scholar who wrote the dictionary, the Vines Dictionary. And he suggests the meaning of this phrase something like this. When Paul is saying, as the truth is in Jesus, he essentially means that Jesus is the embodiment of truth. Uh, 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 in his person, you find the perfect expression of what truth is. His very nature, true. Uh, and of course, we are reminded of the words of our Lord Jesus. I am the way, the truth, and the life. And that essentially reminds us that everything our Lord ever said is absolutely true. It's not just a theory, not just a possibility. Truth. It's very interesting. If you read, especially the Gospel of John, uh, uh, and I know we have different translations for this, but many times in one translation, the Lord Jesus uses the, a, very, a very special expression. Uh, he says, truly, truly, I say to you. And that, in a, in a sense, it sums up his whole teaching, all his statements. True, true. But it's not just a matter of what he said. Our Lord Jesus is the embodiment of truth because his whole life is true. His whole walk, his whole conduct is absolutely pure, transparent, nothing deceitful, true. So in other words, we are trying to I'm just trying to answer this question. Why is Paul mentioning that we should grow in Christ in truth and in love? 
换句话说，在我在问，就是为什么保罗在这里说我们要在真理和爱当中来成长呢 ？And that what comes to my heart is that this is the very nature of his life. He is true. 因为这就是主耶稣他生命的本质，因为主耶稣他就是真实的。And that is the life that was given to you and to me. 那样的一个生命就再次给了你和我。As as we grow in Him, it has to be along the same lines of His very nature. 当我们在他里面成长的时候，我们也会啊、uh, ，在他的本性当中这样来。Therefore, we grow in Him, following truth and love. 这样我们在他里面成长，我们就跟随真理，跟随爱。Well, how about love? 那么关于爱呢 ？I think Paul makes the point here in, ver- in chapter five, verse two. 我想保罗在第五章第二节提到一点。He says here, and walk in love. 他讲到说，凭爱心行事。And he gives us a reason why we should walk in love. 他也给我们原因，为什么要凭爱心行事 ？As Christ also has loved us and given Himself for us. 正如基督爱我们，为我们舍了自己。Why are we to grow in truth and in love? 为什么我们要在真理和爱当中来成长呢 ？That is His very nature. 因为这是主耶稣他的本性，他的性格。As as the hymn that we sing so often says, "Love was when God became a man." 就像我们常所唱的那首诗歌，爱就是神成了人的样式。We actually never knew what love is really like until we see the Lord Jesus. 我们原本根本不知道爱真正的是什么，直到我们见到了耶稣。His life on this earth. 他在地上的生命。His death on the cross for sinners like you and me. 他在十字架上为罪人如你如我而死的时候。Do we see that that is His very, very nature. 我们可以看到，这是他最根本的本性吗 ？Therefore, we should grow in truth and in love. 所以，我们就当在真理和爱当中来成长。I would like to consider for some moments the matter of truth. 我想花一点时间来呃思考关于真理。So, what is exactly the meaning? What does Paul have in mind when he mentions, by the Holy Spirit, of course, he mentions truth in this very in this con in this Uh, uh, a context. 在这段经节啊， uh, 圣灵是如何借着保罗来讲到这个真理呢 ？Well, I think that the first thing that the very immediate context provides us a clue about that. 我想一开始的上下文就给我们提有一些提示。So, if we if we remember, verse 15 begins with the the little word but. 我们看到第十五节，它有一个小字就讲到但是。Which means that somehow Paul has in mind. What he just said before, and he's making a contrast. 好像保罗就在和前面所讲的做一个对比。And the contrast here, he's making a contrast between truth and doctrinal error. 这里他来做一个对比，就是用真理和异教之风来做一个对比。So we better read again verse 14. 我们再读一下十四节。He says that we, he's saying that we should grow in the Lord, right? And and in verse 14, the reason is given. 他提到我们当在基督里来成长，十四节有提到原因。He says that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men and the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. 第十四节他提到，使我们不再做小孩子，中了人的诡计和欺骗的法术，被一切异教之风摇动，飘来飘去。And then in verse 15, but following truth and love. 然后在十五节，他用这个字为
In other words, the most from the most immediate context, uh, uh, truth is being mentioned in contrast to error that so often can and so easily can penetrate in the in, in the midst of the Lord's people. 所以说在十五节，他一开始提到这个城市化是真理的时候，对比就是关于异教之风，因为的确常常会发生在神的子民当中。So of course, truth in this context means believing the right thing。啊，真理在这个上下文当中所讲的就是相信对的，having a sound faith，就有一个很嗯啊很正确的。in other words, when the enemy is so actively trying to put a seed of to make us believe something that is not true, the Lord wants us to be rooted in truth. And as we grow in the Lord, what Paul is saying is that we are no longer going to be like children that are so uh Influenced by those winds of doctrines.就是说，当我们在基督里成长的时候，我们不要再做小孩子，被一切异教之风摇动。As the word of the Lord, who is true, abides in our hearts, we are delivered from the error of man.就像主耶稣的话是真理，当他住在我们的里面的时候，我们就被拯救，从这一切异端当中来拯救。However, this is not the only meaning of truth, as we see in this chapter. 但是这不单是真理在这里唯一的一个内容，我们还有其他的。Actually, I feel that the whole chapter four will give us the the wider context, that give us the 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 meaning of what true involves.啊，其实第四章啊全文其实就让我们给我们让看到关于真理更广阔的、更广泛的定义。And we can see very clearly in the in the verses we read that truth somehow is related to something moral. 我们在这段经节就可以看到，其实这个真理和一些嗯道德是有相关的。Or to put it in other in other terms, there is a moral aspect in truth that somehow is related to our walk and our conduct. 啊，换句话说，真理它就是跟我们的道德行为有关系。So you see that there are two aspects going on here. 我们可以看到有两方面。On the one hand, truth definitely is related to believing the right thing. 在一方面，真理是跟相信对的有关系。Having the sound doctrine. 有一个啊稳固的啊真理的根基。But there is way more to truth than just an intellectual uh correctness. 但是真理不光是关于我们好像想的是对的这一层面。Truth is something that affects. Our walk, our daily conduct. 真理它也有影响我们每天生活在实际当中的一方面。And I feel that that's essentially what Paul is developing, starting from verse 17. 我想这就是保罗在第十七节所开始所讲到的。We are not reading the whole passage again, but I just want to point out one verse, like almost the conclusion of his train of thought. 我不要再读很多的经节，但我想提到一节。In verse 24，在第二十四节。Paul says, and that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness.并且穿上新人，这新人是照着神的形象造的，有真理的仁义和圣洁。You know, I have an unfortunate translation. I don't know what Chinese says, 
but the, the, the translation that I use on a day-to-day basis puts it in another way. Verse 24 reads that we should put on the new man which was created according to God in righteousness and holiness that proceeds from truth. And I'm not sure what the Chinese version, how it puts it. But in however way, the idea here is that truth somehow has a moral outcome. When we follow truth, we not only will be believing the right thing, but we will be walking in the right way. Our conduct will somehow reflect what we believe. And there is a righteousness, there is a holiness that comes out of truth. You see the picture of what Paul is trying to say when he says following truth and love, growing Christ. Somehow that truth will determine how we walk. And I feel that that brings us to the kind of the deepest meaning of truth. So this scholar that I mentioned, uh, Vine, he suggests that the word truth in Greek carries in itself the idea of reality. So how do you define truth? Truth is that essential reality behind certain appearance. Is, is the essential reality behind a certain appearance. Behind a mere appearance of something. Behind the he wants us to grow in truth. And very simply, that means that he wants us to be real. And you say, well, how exactly being real? What, what exactly do I mean here? 那么我们到底在这里说什么呢？啊，说什么叫做真实？什么叫做真实呢？Well, there is a new life inside of us, right? 那么就是说，在我们里面有一个新的生命。The life of Christ is in you and in me when we believe in Him.基督的生命在你我里面，当我们信他的时候。And now, our walk, our conduct, our daily behavior ought to manifest that life. 那么我们的行为,我们的生活,我们的生命,每一天就应当来反映这个生命。There should be no disconnection between the nature of that life in us and the way we walk. 
其实应该没有一个分隔，就是我们里面的生命和我们每天所行的应该没有冲突的。If I just profess that I am the Lord, but if I walk in a way that is kind of different from the nature of His life, you see that there is something that is not quite real there, right? 如果我说我是信主，我相信主，但是在我的生命当中，好像跟主的性情并不一样，那么可能中间有些东西是出了问题。And the work of the Lord in each one of our lives is to bring us to that. Reality between what we believe, which is Him, between the life that we have, which is Him, and our daily expression of that as we walk on this earth. 主的工作在我们当中，在我们心里面，就是让我们从我们心中所相信的和我们所行的，让这个变成一个实际。I'm grateful for my brother that takes all such long sentences. <laughs> Sorry. 啊，这个句子很长了，不容易翻译。Well. Anyway, I would like to mention another thing that caught my attention as I was meditating here. Ah, 另一个当我默想的时候，另一件事情也啊让我就注意到了。The question that comes to me is, well, but so how am I going to grow in truth? 那么这个问题就是说我怎么能让在真理当中成长呢 ？What's the practical way of following truth as we grow in Christ? 怎么样是一个实际的道路？当我们在基督里跟随真理所成长的。And something very, if you if you just read the Bible, even casually, there is something that really、uh, pops out of the page, so so to speak. 可能我们就在随便翻圣经的时候，可能有一有一个东西就会从圣经里跳出来。You see that there is a very kind of close association between the word truth and another word which is light. 我们会发现有一个很紧密的联系，有两个字。一个字就是真理，另一个就是光。Very, very often, in in different kind of human vessels that wrote as they were used to write the word of God, they pair together the idea of truth and the idea of light. 在神所用的不同的器皿，这些啊人所写的神的话当中的时候，我们经常看见真理和光出现在一起。So even Paul, in the verses we read in chapter five, he's making that connection between truth. Which we has been developing in chapter four and light. 就是保罗在第五章也提到，好像真理，他也提到光。So if you if you if we read again chapter five, verse nine. 我们在读第五章第九节的话。He's saying, well, at the end of verse eight, he says, "Walk as children of light." 第五呃第呃第前面的一节所提到。And in verse nine, he says, "Because the fruit of light is goodness and righteousness and truth." 第九节他提到光明所结的果子就是一切良善、公义、诚实。这诚实讲的真理。So you see, the he's making the association between light and truth. 所以我们看到保罗做这样将光啊光明、光和真实、真理连接在一起。And of course, John. Both in the gospel and in, the, in his epistles, he makes the same association. Ah, 约翰在他的福音书里面也是这样啊，把光和真理连在一起的。In very often, in the same verse, and we are not going to go through it because of time, but you'll find truth is mentioned in the same breath as with light. 我们经常在啊约翰的啊写的里面看到真理都写，然后就讲到光。And I feel we have a very precious key here. In other words, we want to understand how can we how can we grow in Christ following truth. 
我们的问题就是我们如何在基督里能成长跟随真理呢？How do we grow in truth？我们如何在真理当中成长呢？And I feel that the that little word is the answer for for a question。好像这里面的一个字就是我们的答案。It's through the Lord's light that we come to know and to experience truth。这是借着主的光，我们能够来知道。and before going through the spiritual meaning of it, let's just consider light in the physical realm. Because you know, truth can be a pretty abstract term and sometimes it's kind of, you know, difficult to grasp. But light is a very pictorial word. It has it, it carries in itself a picture. So what what is if you think in the physical realm, light is something that reveals things things to us. So it, to to make it to try to make an illustration, if you if you find yourself in a very dark room uh, uh, you don't really know what is going on around you, right? Uh, I'm sure you had that experience one time or another in your life. Here you are in a dark place and there is no light whatsoever and you go, whoa, what is going on here? What do I have? Do I have here a... I'm going to bump the, the wall if I walk this direction. I'm going to trip on a chair. 在一个非常黑暗的房间，你什么都看不见，会发生什么事呢？我们会不会撞到墙啊，或者撞到椅子？We don't know what is going on around us until there is light，right？我们不知道我们周边所发生的事情，直到有光。Then when you finally manage to find where is the switch to the room, and you turn it on, light, ah, now I know what's going on。最后，直到你找到这个房间的开关的时候，你把灯开了，你才发现，哦，我现在我知道了，我在哪里。So that's what light does in the physical realm. And in the spiritual realm is exactly the same. It is light that allows us to know the reality of things. It is through light that the Lord causes us to grow in truth. And therefore, it's very interesting that uh, in, in chapter 5, in verse 13, Paul makes a very interesting statement. And let's read it again. Uh, verse, chapter 5, verse 13. But all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light. For whatever makes manifest is light. 第五章第十三节所讲到，凡是受了责备就被光显明出来，因为一切能显明的就是光。It's almost as if Paul is saying, okay, here is what light is for.好像保罗就在这里说，这就是光在这里所的用处。Light is for making things manifest.光就是让一切来显明。Is to reveal things.就来显明事情。And that is what happens in our spiritual experience. 这个就是我们在属灵的经历当中所经历。You know, by nature, brothers and sisters, we are all darkened people in our minds. 呃，据我们的本性来说，我们的心灵都是昏昧的。
it strikes me very, very strongly. How do you see this so clearly, even in the, in the first in the account of the fall of man? So if you remember what happened when 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 sin entered the world, somehow Eve was deceived. So Satan made her believe something that was not true. It is almost as if you may say it was a doctrinal error, quote unquote. Of Satan made Eve believe something that was absolutely untrue. He said, No, you of course you can eat of this tree. It's going to make you like God. And Eve was deceived. But then there is something very interesting in if you continue to read the account. You see that somehow something entered into the very nature of man and woman alike. 我们就发现有些事情就进到了，无论是男或者女当中，人当中。Remember when God asked, uh, uh, asked Adam, Adam, did you did you eat that tree that I tell you not to eat? 大家记得神对亚当说，亚当，你有吃我所吩咐你不可吃的那棵树上的果子吗？ Do you remember how Adam answered? 大家记得亚当的回答吗？ He said, Well, it was the woman. 他说是女人让我吃的。Do you see how darkness? Entered into mankind that day. 大家可以看到在那一天里，黑暗是如何进到人类当中。Well, it's not my fault. And then the Lord asked Eve, and he said, "Well, it wasn't like quite me. It was you know, it's the serpent's problem." 那么，呃，呃，主神就来问夏娃，那夏娃说也不是我，是那个蛇引诱了我。Somehow, unreality entered the very experience of mankind since that day on and continues to today. We don't know our real nature. That is the truth. We are deceived about ourselves. It all started then and continues to today. But you see that the Lord now is when He saves us, He's kind of working in us to deliver us from that darkness. He's making sure that we grow in truth. And the way He does that is shining His light upon us. When light shines, you finally see, ah, now I know what is going on here. You know, if you if you go through the Bible, we have so many examples of this principle. And of course, I'm going to mention just one because of time. I want to mention the, the example what happened in the experience of Job. So you remember the story of Job. How somehow this he was a very righteous man. 
A wonderful person. He feared the Lord. He loved the Lord. And all of a sudden, he was very rich. Healthy. And overnight, all his possessions were taken away from him. His family was taken away from him. His health taken, taken away from him. And of course, Job didn't know the reason. When we read the book, we know from the beginning that there was a spiritual reason behind it. But Job didn't know. And as it's a very quite long book, forty some chapters, and we know that as the book develops, a sort of bitterness started to grow in, in Job's heart. He was reasoning, well, how come this is happening to me? I fear the Lord, I love the Lord, I haven't sinned, and all that was true. But he, he said, well, but, and, and all these things are happening to me. And throughout the whole book, you can see that Job was in the darkness, so to speak. And he developed, as you read the book, it's very clear how there is a, a sort of bitterness in his heart. But that is very interesting also. Uh, he had three friends that came to help him, quote unquote. And you discover that unfortunately as as these friends start talking to Job, Instead of helping, they sort of aggravate the whole pain even more. And essentially his friends are saying, Well, you know, Job, you must have done something wrong. And that's why that explains what is going on with you. And of course, they were absolutely wrong. And that just aggravated Job's pain. So the whole book is actually those long rounds of debates. The friend saying, you must have done, done, you've done something wrong. And Job saying, no, I'm innocent. And it's very interesting that at the end of the book, the Lord appears to Job. But you know, it, it, the, 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 what is so interesting is that the Lord never explains to Job what is going on. The Lord never says to Job, Job, you know what? I'm trying, I'm trying to test you so you can be perfected. I want to show even my enemy how faithful you are. Can you see the privilege that Job had to be the Lord, so to speak, the Lord trusted, quote-unquote, Job. 
And of course, the Lord wanted to perfect Job. Of course. And that's what happens at the end of the book. But it's very interesting. The Lord never explains anything to Job. At the end of the book, all the Lord does is He asks a gazillion number of questions to Job. And Job goes like, huh? I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. The Lord asks, and Job, I don't know. The Lord asks, I don't know. So but through that process, when the Lord is asking all those questions, He's not explaining any of the circumstances to Job, but the Lord is revealing Himself to Job. The Lord is revealing how glorious He is. He is the creator of the universe. All the things are in his hands. Nothing can compare to God. And at the end of the book, Job makes a very, very important statement. I would like to read that verse with you. Job 42. We want to read two verses. Verse 5. I'll give you the context of what is happening. These are Job's words. After the Lord had appeared to him and asked all those questions. So after that, Job makes this statement. He says, I have heard of you by the hearing of ear, but now my eye sees you. Therefore, I abhor myself and repent in dust and ashes. Brothers and sisters, this is what the Lord's light does in our lives. When his light shines, we finally see the reality of things. And Job he confesses, Lord, I didn't quite know you. My knowledge of you was very limited, just from hearing. But now I see you. Now that your light has shone, I, I can see who you really are. So that, that's the first effect of light. We come to know the Lord in a way we didn't know Him before. And that is growing in truth. We know our Lord, who is the truth Himself, in a way we never knew before when His light shines on us. But there is a second effect that happened to Job. On the one hand, he saw the Lord. 
On the other hand, he saw himself. He saw how corrupt he is. He saw the the moral distance between what the Lord is and what He is. And Job was a very fine man, very righteous, he feared the Lord. Yet when the light of the Lord shines upon him, he sees his real condition. And therefore he repents. Brothers and sisters, this is the effect of the light of the Lord that causes in our very lives. On the one hand, we come to know the Lord in a way we didn't know before. On the other, we will see ourselves. And therefore, in verse 13 again, we see one of these one of these functions, if we we can say so, of the light. It says, "But all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light." Another translation, I'm not sure what, what Chinese has. Another translation has everything that is reproved by the light is made manifest. It, is the same with Chinese. Reproved? Yeah. I should use a more uh, another translation next time. <laughs> because that's the idea of what light does to us. It exposes what we are and in a sense it's reproving what we are. To put it in other words, the light of the Lord carries in itself judgment. But we need to be very clear here. See, the, the light of the Lord is never something that aims your condemnation or my condemnation. No, that's not the intent. Because remember, there are two things that the light exposes at the same time. If it's the light of the Lord, sorry. On the one hand, it reveals the Lord. On the other hand, it exposes us. And because it reveals something of the Lord, there is our hope. If the light of the Lord only revealed what we are, we would be finished. That's it. We would end up in despair. We are not what we ought to be. But somehow his life, thank the Lord for that, at the same time reveals what a loving God he is. And when his light shines upon us, it's not to destroy us. When his light comes upon us and judges things and says, okay, this is not wrong, this is not right. 
the Lord has a wonderful purpose behind that. He wants to deliver you and me from our darkness that we inherited from our from our first parents. He wants to deliver you and me from our darkness that we inherited from it's very interesting because in Ephesians, and we should probably read this verse, but Paul in chapter 5, somehow he, he describes a picture of what the Lord is aiming. Uh, if you turn to, to chapter 5, in verse 27, Paul says, Let's read 26 as well. I'm sorry, let's start from 25. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, that he might present for her present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing. But that she should be holy and without blemish.二十五节到二十七节，你们做丈夫的要爱你们的妻子，正如基督爱教会，为教会舍己，要用水洁的道把教会洗净，成为圣洁，可以献给自己，做个荣耀的教会，毫无玷污、皱纹等类的
when we grow into when we come to know ourselves something that we didn't know and that is not that good there is a cost for us to somehow forsake whatever the light is is showing us 当在光显明在我们生命当中的时候，我们都是对我们每一个人都是很困难的，要弃绝那些所光所显明所不喜神所不喜悦的事情。And the question is, are we going to welcome the light of the Lord?那问题就是说，我们来接受欢迎这光呢？Are we going to agree with His judgment about ourselves?我们是否是同意神所啊判断在我们生命中这些事情呢？ or are we going to reject his light? There is a very important verse in First John that I would like to read with you. And somehow it reveals the, 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 our attitude towards the light. First John chapter one verse seven. But if we walk in the light, as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. 我们若在光明中行，如同神在光明中，就彼此相交。他儿子基督耶稣的血也洗净我们一切的罪。When the light of the Lord shines upon us and we accept that light, that is what John calls to walk in the light. 当神的光照在我们的里面的时候，当我们接受着光，这就是约翰的这里所说的怎样来接受这个光，在光明中行。But if you read verse six, you see the other possibility.当我们读到第六节，我们也可以看到另一种可能。He says, if we say that we have fellowship with Him and walk in darkness, we lie and we do not practice the truth.第六节他说，我们若说我们与神相交，却仍在黑暗里行，就是说谎话，不行真理了。you see the two possibilities here? If His light shines upon us and we somehow reject and we are negligent and we don't quite deal with what the light is exposing, we walk in darkness. But when we accept His light, when we somehow submit ourselves, thank the Lord, we are walking in the light and we are going to have fellowship with Him and with one another. If light is rejected, the fellowship is interrupted. Or to put it in the terms that Paul uses, if light is rejected, there is no growth in Christ. May the Lord really impress upon our hearts how vital, how essential is this whole matter when we consider growing in Christ. Actually, the book of Proverbs has a description about what is, what is our journey here on this earth. 其实在真言当中有提到我们在地上一生所行的。And I better read it than try to quote it. If you read with me Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 18. 请大家一起跟我翻到真言第四章第十八节。
It says, But the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. 但一人的路好像黎明的光,越照越明,直到日午。This is our experience as we follow the Lord. When we believe in Him, the light is very dim. We have the light. But it's like, in other translations, it's like the dawn, the light and the dawn. Very small, in a sense. 当我们刚接受主的时候,我们的光好像是比较微弱的。像这里所翻译的,好像黎明的光。but by His grace, the light will shine more and more until it becomes a perfect day. Well, uh, I should really spend five minutes in addressing the other aspect. You remember that in our, in our theme verse, Paul mentions two things. We should grow in Christ in two ways. Following truth and love. And of course, love in the Bible is such a huge topic. But I want just by means of conclusion to limit myself to one aspect of love. And, and I just want to share with you that, again, I'm, I'm having too many questions as I'm reading this. And one of them was, wait a second, why truth and love? Why not truth and righteousness or truth and holiness? Truth and love. And I feel that somehow there is this comes to us uh it includes uh, something somehow a warning, if I can use that term. See brothers and sisters, as we begin to grow in our Lord, as we begin to learn some lessons about walking in the light. As we grow in truth, in reality, and somehow we are delivered from our darkness, there is a risk for all of us. There is a danger. And the danger is that rather than judging ourselves, that's what we do when the light of the Lord shines. See, when His light exposes something, we need to learn how to judge ourselves. And we grow in fellowship with the Lord. And we can receive even more light. But the danger here is that when we start growing in the Lord, if we are tempted to rather than judging ourselves to judge our brothers and sisters. There is a very real danger. There is something in our nature, I don't know how to put it, but something very real that has the tendency to do exactly that. And therefore, Paul says, you follow truth, but follow love at the same time. 所以保罗在这里说, 我们跟随真理, 我们同时也要跟随爱, 
is very interesting. It's very, actually very, very meaningful in my heart that the Lord Jesus, at the end, roughly the end of the Sermon on the Mount, He says, Do not judge that you, that you are not judged. 对我来说有一个很有意义的经节就是在马太福音的登山宝训之后面主说不要去判断别人这样你们也不被判断 uh, I, I better read it rather than quote。在马太福音。That's Matthew chapter 7 verse 1。在马太福音第七章第一节。He says, Judge not that you be not judged. 马太福音第七章第一节，你们不要论断人，免得你们被论断。And in verse three he says, "And why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not consider the plank in your own eye?"第三节说，为什么看见你弟兄眼中有刺，却不想自己眼中有梁木呢？Of course, our Lord Jesus reveals right there a tendency that is in every one of our hearts.主耶稣在这里就显明，在我们心中每个人都有的趋势。and it's interesting that he mentions this towards the end of the Sermon on the Mount. In other words, after you already learned some lessons about love, about righteousness, at the end he, he brings this very important reminder. Somehow there is a tendency inside of us to begin judging Seeing the problem, the speckle, as it says here, in the eye of my brother and sister. When there is a log in our own eyes. And the thing here is not, see, if there is a speck in your brother and sister's eye, well, there is a problem there, for sure. But it seems to me that the Lord is saying, see, when you have that tendency to focus on the error, being critical to your brother and sister, right there you just review that you have a much larger problem. Sometimes we are so quick in seeing the problem that my brother and sister has. And of course, that critical, harsh, self-righteous spirit is as far away from love as it can get. We have the risk of without seeing, sometimes we didn't even open our mouths, but we close our hearts to one another and we have a very uh, critical spirit to one another. And it seems to me that that danger is especially greater as we already learned some lessons from the Lord. I'll mention really quickly something that is, since we already mentioned Job's story, it's amazing to me the whole debate between him and his friends. Because when you read what those men said, they are saying the most wonderful things throughout the whole book. 
Actually, they are what you would call today spirit, very spiritual brothers in the church, if we could translate this to New Testament language. They say the most wonderful things about the Lord throughout the book. You read it and say, wow, this is wonderful. And, and theologically, it is, you know, they, they, are, they have a lot of light. But boy, were they wrong in the way they treated Job? Throughout the book, they had a critical, a harsh attitude towards Job. They closed their hearts to him. And they added suffering to him. And by the end of the book, it becomes clear of how much that displeased the Lord. We shouldn't never think that these things can go, you know, and that's fine. If I am critical, if I'm not, the Lord is taking note. And the Lord will, one day, He will deal with that. But brothers and sisters, bringing this back to our day, when we find ourselves in that attitude, that will prevent the growth of the body of Christ. We must pray to the Lord that he teaches us how to judge ourselves, not one another. So let's conclude this time, and uh, I'm going to open the time. Any brother and sister can, let's have two or three prayers to conclude. Each other. 
Lord, only love from you. And that's the righteousness. And that is all from you. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord, may we repent in dust and ashes. May we realize our unforgiveness of others, our judgment of others. May we truly uh, let that light expose us also. And not just so that we might have knowledge, understanding. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.